reading today from the book of James, chapter 1, verse 17. Every good gift and every perfect gift is from above and comes down from the Father of lights with whom there is no variation or shadow or turning. Of his own will he brought us forth by the word of truth that we might be a kind of firstfruits of his creatures. Today I'm going to be speaking about just simply receive, receive. Hello and welcome to the Glacier Valley Church of God podcast. It is our hope that through these messages you are blessed, you are encouraged, you are uplifted. If you ever need us to pray for you, contact us at 789-3605. God bless you. We hope you enjoy this message. The scripture says that God gives. God gives. God is a giver. Everything that comes from him to us is a gift from him. He delights in giving. And all of his gifts, it says, are good and they are perfect. His gifts are good and they are perfect. He gives constantly. In other words, when it says every good and perfect gift comes down, that word comes has the built into uh, the tense it is in. It means he gives and he just keeps on giving and giving and giving. So, and it doesn't change. It says God does not change. He's constant. So he wants to give gifts so we can be uh, first fruits, so we can be the, in the highest position of uh, blessing that he has provided for us. But even though God is a giver, we have a part. And that is receiving, receiving. It may seem elementary, it may seem like why you're saying that because it's a given that uh, if God gives, we have to receive. But you see, sometimes we don't understand that it's up to us to receive the gifts, the blessings, what God has provided for us. And sometimes we don't receive because we just don't open ourselves up to receive. We sang the song a while ago with the, with the worship flags that healing is here. Healing is here and I receive it. I receive it. So every gift, every blessing on our part has to be received. Has to be received. And I just want you to know that God wants to bless you. For this message today, I hope we all come to the point that we receive what God has for us. The very basic foundation of all of our receiving is receiving Jesus Christ. Receiving Jesus Christ. 
It says in John chapter 1, verse 12 and 13, But as many as received him, to them he gave the right to become the children of God, to those who believe on his name, who were not born, who were born not of blood, nor of the will of flesh, nor of the will of man, but of God. So he says that Jesus is the greatest gift that has ever been given anywhere, anytime, in all of eternity. And there's no greater pouring out of love and no greater supply of need and no greater provision for mankind than Jesus. Jesus is all in all. He is the way of salvation. He's the way to eternal life. He's uh, the way to abundant life. He is the one that provides for every need that we have. He's our friend. He's our constant companion. He is our healer, our redeemer. He is everything, all in all. But the point is you have to receive him. Receive him. Anybody remember the day that you received Jesus? Praise God. That is an awesome day. Receiving him as your own personal savior. The Holy Spirit did his work. The word of God, the gospel did its work. Everything that has been done for us by Jesus has already been accomplished, but there had to come a point in time in your life that you received that personally. That you received that personally. And I just want to say, if there's anybody here today that has not received Jesus, I wouldn't leave this place today without receiving him. Without asking him, inviting him to come into your life and to be the Lord of your life, to forgive you of your sins, and, and receive the gift of eternal life, and enter into the abundance that he's provided. It is a blessing that people can receive Jesus as Savior. Praise God. Then we can receive forgiveness. Notice that this is like commands. This is uh, imperatives. It's saying that we need to receive, receive. That's our part. So in, in Acts chapter 26, verse 17, I will deliver you from the Jewish people as well as from the Gentiles to whom I now send you to open their eyes in order to turn them from darkness to light and from the power of Satan to God that they may receive forgiveness of sins and an inheritance among those who are sanctified by faith in me. So he's saying here that forgiveness has to be received. Forgiveness is there. It's already been provided. Everything you need for your sins to be washed away and everything that is in your past to be forgiven, it is there, but it has to be received. Some people have a hard time receiving forgiveness. Their minds go to the past and, and uh, they uh, have a hard time accepting that really Jesus' sin, Jesus' blood does forgive us from every sin. Every sin. We have to come to the place that we fully receive and accept the forgiveness of the Lord Jesus Christ. When we do, it says, 
those sins don't exist anymore. They're no longer recorded. They are washed away from the books that are in heaven as if there had never been a sin. And that they're cast away, it says, into the sea, never to be remembered anymore. So forgiveness is a wonderful thing. It is what releases us from guilt and condemnation. And, but you have to receive, receive forgiveness. So if you're under a weight of something that has been perplexing you or disturbing you and has been coming against your spirit and mind, today there's forgiveness available to you. You just have to receive that forgiveness. Praise God. Then we receive grace and righteousness. Romans chapter 5, verse 17. For if by one man's offense death reigned through the one, much more those who receive abundance of grace and the gift of righteousness will reign in life through one Jesus Christ. Praise the Lord. So it says that we have something that we can receive in order that we can reign in life through Jesus Christ. There's a provision made for us that we can rule over life as kings and queens and uh, we can be effective in our living and that is we receive the abundance of grace and the gift of righteousness. The abundance of grace. Grace is God's full provision for you in every area that there is in our lives. And it is also uh, the favor that God has placed upon us to give us freely what we need in our lives. And also the gift of righteousness. Uh, it's not earned, it's not deserved, but he just gives us righteousness. He planted the righteousness of the Lord Jesus Christ in us that believe. So if today you need to reign in life and you need to be over the situations and circumstances of your life, there is available to you a superabundance of grace and a superabundance of righteousness. You just have to receive that. Praise God. Then it gets even more rich and more full because everything we need, the Bible says, it's just a matter of us receiving. Everything that we need. That's incredible, isn't it? We just have to receive by faith what we have need of. Mark 11, chapter 11, verse 24. Therefore I say to you, whatever things you ask when you pray, believe that you receive them, and you will have them. Praise God. So, whatever you ask, it says, when you pray, it's just a matter of believing that you receive them. Receive them. They're there. The provision is there. We just have to receive. 
received. Somebody's needs are going to be met today because you finally received. Finally received. You, your faith has opened up in your heart and you have received. Praise God. Then in John chapter 16, verse 24, Until now you have asked nothing in my name. Ask and you will receive that your joy may be full. Are you getting into what this is about? It's a matter of receiving. 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 Accepting what God has provided. Then it says we need to receive the word of God. For in the word of God, all the promises and all the blessings and all the provisions of God are made known to us. It's a revelation of God himself and all the fullness of the divine purpose and plan of God for our lives is revealed in the scripture. It tells us how to live and it tells us how to have abundant life and it tells us all the blessings that God has provided for us. But we just have to receive the word. The way that all of us accepted Jesus Christ is by faith that came by the hearing of the word. We receive the word. In James chapter 1 verse 21 says, Therefore lay aside all filthiness and overflow of wickedness and receive with meekness the implanted word which, you, which is able to save your souls. The word of God has been given to us as a gift. What a precious gift it is. After our Sunday, uh, Wednesday night study from the book of 1 Timothy, which seemed like the Word of God became so real and so rich and so awesome to all of us that were here, we just had a great appreciation for the richness and depth of the Word of God. And it's more than just a book. It is the divine gift that God has given us to bless us, to resource us, to help us understand who we are in Christ Jesus. And it is a gift to every one of us. We just have to receive the word of God. Receive. There's an answer in the word of God for every situation in our lives, for everything we're going through. We just have to receive it. But the problem sometimes comes when we ignore the word but it has to be received in order for it to take place take its place in our lives it says and these are they mark 4 and 20 and these are they which are sown on good ground such as hear the word and receive it and bring forth fruit some 30 fold some 60 and some a hundred. This is the parable of the soils. And it says that when there is good ground, it is because people hear the word of God and they receive the word. They accept that word for them. There's been more gospel preached and more preached and, and more sermons preached and, and more Bibles produced than in the history of all of mankind. And yet it comes to this point, unless we receive what the Lord is saying, then we don't, it doesn't take place in our lives. 
So today, there's been opened up to you a fountain head of richness and blessing, and that is the word of God. Receive it. Receive it. If you receive this message today and what the Bible is saying about receiving, it opens up to you blessing, blessing, and blessing. Then the Word says we need to receive the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is an incredible gift. The Holy Spirit empowers and the Holy Spirit grants to us the ability to do what we cannot otherwise do. It is given us divine power in order to live and to work and, uh, for the Lord and to worship. And uh, it is given, the, 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 the gift of the Holy Spirit is given to us just for our receiving by faith. Praise the Lord. John 20 and verse 22, it says, And when he had said this, this is Jesus, he breathed on them and said to them, Receive the Holy Spirit. Praise God. Praise God. And that same Jesus is right here in Glacier Valley Church of God. And he's breathing on somebody today. And he is saying, Receive the Holy Spirit. You need the Holy Spirit. You need the anointing from heaven. You need the power and the blessings that come by being filled with the Holy Spirit. And it's a matter of receiving, receiving the Holy Spirit. John chapter 7, verse 37 on the last day, the, that great day of the feast, Jesus stood and cried out, saying, If anyone thirst, let him come to me and drink. He who believes on me, as the scripture has said, out of his heart will flow rivers of living water. So here is a promise that by believing that something will happen, that there will flow in a river into your life and at that river will flow out of your life and it will flow out as rivers, rivers of living water. And he tells us what that is. It's, he says he spoke concerning the Spirit whom those believing in him would receive. For the Holy Spirit was not yet given because Jesus was not yet glorified. What is the secret to having the Holy Spirit rivers flowing into our life and out of our lives? It's a matter of receiving. A matter of receiving. And then in chapter, Acts chapter 1 verse 8. But you shall receive power when the Holy Spirit is come upon you and you shall be witnesses unto me in Jerusalem and all Judea and Samaria and to the ends of the earth. He said there is power available to you. There is power available to you. Supernatural miracle working power available to you. And how do you get that power? It says and you shall receive the power when the Holy Spirit is come upon you. Praise God. Hallelujah. Then in Acts chapter 2 verse 38, 
Then Peter said to them, Repent and let every one of you be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins, and you shall receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. There it is again. He said, You shall receive the gift of the Holy Spirit for the promise is to you and to your children and to all who are afar off, as many as the Lord our God will call, but it is a matter matter of receiving. It says you shall receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. Praise the Lord. Then the Word of God tells us that there are special gifts in Romans chapter 15 and verse 7, that we need to receive. It says, Wherefore receive one another, as Christ also received us to the glory of God. That person sitting next to you is a gift to you. When we're here in the body of the Lord Jesus Christ, this building today is filled with gifts. People gifts. What a blessing it is to see people coming into church. There's sort of a warmth, a tenderness as we see people coming into the doors of the church. It's just a pleasure. I sit back there where Brother Mike's sitting now and as people come into church and to see the little kids coming in with such joy and, and uh, doing high fives and, and fist uh, punches and, and just smiling and and laughing and, and glorifying God as people come in and people give hugs and people shake hands. And it's just a blessing to see the joy people have when they come into church. Why? Because we're among people that are gifts to us. Sometimes people get bent out of shape with another person in the church. And uh, they get a little, there's a little bit of tension and a little bit of problem. And that should never be because you see the people that are here are gifts to you. Gifts to you. And if somebody came today and handed you a gift and it had a $100 bill in it, you'd just turn it down and say, no, thank you. No, you wouldn't. <laughs> you, would, you will uh, take that and be thankful for it because somebody has given you something that is going to bless you. Well, people came in today and they were just ready to give out gifts, the gift of themselves to every each other. It says, receive one another. Receive one another. Don't let conflict Come and spoil uh, that uh, gift. Don't let anything come in your life that's going to destroy that relationship. Receive one another as a gift. Praise God. Hallelujah. Because that's what Jesus did to us, isn't it? He said he received us. He received us, and because he received us, then we need to receive each other. Praise God. And then, there's rewards to receive. Rewards to receive. Scripture said God's a rewarder. God 
rewards people. He rewards people. Uh, and he's into rewards. But we have to receive the reward. Colossians chapter 3 verse 23. And whatever you do, do it heartily as to the Lord and not to men. Knowing that the, from the Lord you will receive the reward of inheritance for you serve the Lord. So it says that there's a reward. And you determine that you're going to receive the reward. How do you do that? By serving the Lord. By serving him. Serving him. Then in 1 Peter chapter 5 verse 4, And when the chief shepherd appears, you will receive the crown of glory that does not fade away. Then in James 1 12 it says, Blessed is the man who endures temptation. For when he has been approved, he will receive the crown of life which the Lord has promised to those who love him. So it's reward after reward, and this is just a minor few that's listed in the Word of God saying that there are rewards and we need to be determined that we're going to receive the rewards. The rewards. Praise God. You say, well, how do I become a receiver? How do I receive? Well, it tells us how in Luke chapter 18. And it came to pass that he was come nigh unto Jericho, a certain blind man sat by the wayside begging. And hearing the multitude pass by, he asked what it meant. And they told him that Jesus of Nazareth passeth by. And he cried, saying, Jesus, thou son of David, have mercy on me. And they which went before rebuked him that he should hold his peace, and he cried so much the more, Thou son of David, have mercy on me. And Jesus stood and commanded him to be brought to him, and when he was near, he asked him, What will you that I should do unto you? And the Lord said that I may, and he said, Lord, that I may receive my sight. And Jesus said unto him, Receive thy sight, thy faith has saved thee. And immediately he received his sight and followed him, glorifying God and all the people, and they saw it and gave praise to God. This man teaches us how to receive. He cried out desperately. He sought uh, healing for, from his uh, 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 problem. And, and Jesus finally heard him. And, and he asked him the question, What do you want me to do for you? And he replied that I may receive. Now that same question comes from Jesus to every person here today. Jesus is saying, what do I need to do for you? What is it that you need? What do I need to do for you? 
Some may need healing. Some may need deliverance. Some may need to receive Jesus Christ as Savior. Some may need their sins forgiven. Some may have a problem they don't have a solution for. Maybe have financial needs that seems to be no end. You may be bearing a sickness, infirmity, or disease in your body that's just been coming against you with excessive force. Jesus is saying today, what do you want me to do for you? What do you want me to do for you? And you said that I may receive. And you say that I may receive. Praise God. That's the key, isn't it? Jesus is saying, what do you want me to do for you? And you say, Lord, that I may receive, and you tell him what it is you need to receive. And Jesus said to the man, when he said, that I may receive my sight, Jesus said, receive your sight. Your faith has saved you. And so it says, immediately he received his sight and followed him, glorifying God and all the people when they saw it, gave praise unto God. Receive. There's something special about that scripture that says Jesus breathed on them. And they said, receive the Holy Spirit. I can almost sense the breath of the Lord breathing on people today. And when he's breathing on you, he's saying, He's saying, receive. 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 Father, we thank you for your word. Thank you, Lord, for the work of the Holy Spirit among us today. We just know that everything that's needed, everything that's needed is provided. Lord, and we're just here today as receivers. You're the giver, and we're the receivers. Lord, you see every person that's here today and you know exactly where they are and what their needs are. And I just pray today will be a day when somebody connects in faith and receives what you have for them. In Jesus' name we pray. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Thank you for listening to our podcast. We hope you enjoyed it. For more information about the Glacier Valley Church of God, visit our website at glaciervalleycog.org. If you're in need of prayer, contact us, 789-3605.